episode of Mistress Mia's Dungeon. I'm your hostess, Mistress Mia, and you know my goofy, my wacky, my laughable. (laughs) 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 Tattooed, pierced, fire-breathing motherfucker, Master John! Stop laughing at me! (laughs) (laughs) All right, so it's story time, John. Okay. Once upon a time in a far, far away land, we're going to call out in the boondocks. So the other night I did a lovely out call with two lovely gentlemen. And it was a master-slave situation. And the master had set up everything for myself and Dahlia, which was fabulous. Mm-hmm. And... John was there. He was he was waiting for us. He's our driver. <laughs> I'm the driver now. He's our bodyguard. So that can be your new nickname too, God. <laughs> John. I almost called you God. Like what the hell? Um, <laughs> well, Lord God, same thing. Lord. Okay. All right. <laughs> so anyway, so we're out there and we have everything set up. Everything's good. We bring our strap on. So much fun. Anyway, here's this lovely slave bent over a bar, (laughs) ass up, totally ready, little cock, just like, just like singing to the wind, you know, (laughs) (laughs) waiting for us to abuse it. Anyway, so ultimately, Dahlia is scratching, you know, lovely profanities on this man's back. And using him and, you know, we had this really cool paddle that his master put out for us. It was black and it has these studs that were popping through. So it was very, um, hmm, shall we say violent or (laughs) (laughs) we drew blood. It was fun. You get the gist. Yeah, yeah. Um, But, you know, we tapped his little balls and his little dick and he loved it. He loved it. It was fun. Um... He almost looked like one of those Spanish wrestlers, how they put the mask. Like <laughs> Nacho Libre. Yes! Nacho Libre, exactly. <laughs> I haven't even seen that movie, but as soon as you said I was like, Jack Black with a fucking yes! mask on. Oh my yes, god. Yes, exactly. And then he had these these cute little cotton threaded panties on, which were adorable on oh him. So, you know, all this going on, and ultimately you know, his master puts needles in his little ball sack and puts a huge ass anal hook the size of a golf ball on one end up, oh God. up his little pussy hole, ties the anal hook to his collar, makes him sit up straight for all of this. Uh, ultimately, he ends up on his knees on the floor built, bent over this ottoman. And Dahlia just goes to fucking town, plowing her big old dick in his pussy. Just <laughs> I love how you say her big old dick in his pussy. <laughs> <laughs> We're not talking about pussy holes and, and no. strap-ons anymore. Her dick in his pussy. Exactly. Okay. And I mean, she, you know, she's got these huge boobs, which are great. And she's like bouncing away and just grabbing onto his shoulders and fucking plowing into him. And then his master whips out his big master dick. 
and puts it down the guy's throat. And he's gagging on it. And I asked Dahlia after the fact, I'm like, did you see that? Because I said to the master, I was like, holy shit, you're packing. <laughs> like, that's a big fucking dick. <laughs> and so... <laughs> so There's a pussy and a big dick. Yes. Well, you know, that was the pussy on the slave, but the master had this big cock. Okay. So after our scene and everything else... He's like, you know, just give me a few minutes. Um, why don't you just go outside and pee on them? And I'm like, oh, yeah, like we did. Yeah, I remember you coming outside. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> John saw us from the shadows. I was standing bodyguarding. <laughs> so Dahlia, you know, she, she hovers, hovers over the guy's face, and I'm hovering over his dick, and, you know, we're shoulder to shoulder. And, um, you know, like you do with your niece. <laughs> Peeing on some guy. And so... <laughs> After the fact, he's like, ladies, you know, if you just want to give us a few minutes, uh, I'm going to go get, you know, my slave boy ready for the night. And I'm like, oh, yeah, sure. Great. So we go inside, gather our things and grab a a couple of sips of our drink. And a few minutes later, we come out and uh, he's like, oh, he's he's out here in the woods. I'm like, oh, okay. Let me go over there, follow him. This is a good 100 yards from the house. Kind of tucked away in the little forest line there. And he's in a dog kennel. He's in a outdoor fucking dog kennel. And, you know, John, again, he's he's about the same distance from the house. And I said, you know, once we got in the car, did you see, you know, we went to say goodbye to our little slave boy. And uh, John's like, yeah, I was wondering why you were over there at that, that dog kennel. And I said, yeah, you didn't see him pass by with fucking shackles on? Like, he's laying in the dirt with fucking shackles. Uh, yeah, I, I knew that the plan was to pee on him. <laughs> yeah. So I thought that's what you were doing. And then I looked up. I was like, you didn't pee on him. They're like, no. We, we did, did that earlier. Yeah, we did that earlier, John. Like, yeah, man. I saw you bring him out there. and didn't see him come back. Yeah. <laughs> well, he passed you on by because I was confused. he was lurking in the shadows. Yeah, but he, he was. <laughs> But he sleeps outside in this dog kennel, and that's what he likes to do. So, wow. you know, yeah, more power to him. Not just then. Like, this is a common occurrence. This is a common occurrence, yeah. Damn. It's lovely. And I said, you know, that's exactly where a little bitch boy needs to be at night. Mm-hmm. You know, under the stars in his dog kennel, locked up with shackles. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> I mean, God, I hope he doesn't have to get up in the middle of the night and pee. I mean, I guess he could just roll over and pee. He's yeah, well, absolutely. And, you know, he could just dig a little hole, put his little dick down the hole. Sure, why not? <laughs> <laughs> Damn. I don't even think he had a bowl of water out there, but if he did, that would be great, I'm just, great, I'm just, just thinking, like, mosquitoes. That would be horrible. <sighs> you know, he likes it. So, as long as he likes it. Hey, that's what he likes. He enjoys it. I mean... If it gets bit on the dick, it would swell it up a couple more inches than it is now. So Trust me, that, double he, that would size. be an improvement. Yeah, double it. Yeah, that would be an improvement. <laughs> he had a little dick. So, so that was my fun week, John. Wow. Yeah, wasn't that exciting? Yeah. It was. <laughs> All right. So I didn't know tonight. what was happening, but it was exciting, yes. It was, it was exciting. exciting to hear about it when you got back in. You and Dolly were just giggling. <laughs> we were. So tonight we're going to talk about 10 enticing BDSM statistics and facts to shake up your day. Uh This is written by Nicolina Jarek. 
Um, this was put out last year, and it's on the site todateforlove.com. Okay. So, it's pretty interesting. First sentence, sex is one of the basic human needs. For you it is. People need sex? <laughs> That's what's wrong with me. Yes. My basic needs are not being met. Oh, my goodness. Food, water, shelter, and getting my dick wet. <laughs> Put your dick in some water. You'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> so, however, society seems to equal sex to making love. Is that the case, Sean? Uh, no. Okay, good. Although it exists and manifests in many forms, if you open your mind to the world of fantasies, role play, pain, and pleasure, you might discover something new about yourself. Yeah, making love is one way to have sex, for sure. Yeah. But it's not as much fun. Not as much fun, no. <laughs> Angry sex is way more fun. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. All right. So. So, top 10 BDSM statistics in 2022. Okay. You ready? Yeah, these are some going to brace yourself. Ones. Yeah. Brace yourself, listeners. This is, this is so exciting. <laughs> <laughs> we got them on the edge of the seat and we're just going to dash all their dreams like that that sucked <laughs> we'll try we'll try to make okay, it we'll make it exciting we'll say it in cute voices yes and if all else fails John will whip his dick out whack it across the microphone and say this is what it sounds like when a John hits a woman in the face with his dick oh god alright here we oh. go number one <laughs> number one <laughs> shut up John participate <laughs> Number one, family court judges used to remove visitation rights and child custody for parents who participated in consensual BDSM. I knew that, but, you know, just to, again, to reiterate that, you know, reading it is, it's pretty sad. It is sad. And I'm trying to figure out if it was consensual, who's telling? Yeah. Right. Because the people involved in it aren't telling because it was consensual. Somebody yeah. else told, but how did they find out? Well, maybe it was the couple that, or maybe it was the, the you know, one of the spouses that said, oh. During well, a divorce or something. Maybe. Yeah. But that means that they both would get them taken away. Unless, you know, that one spouse was cheating with another person actually doing BDSM. Oh, okay. You know? Yeah. Because a lot of people will do BDSM outside their marriage because we've talked about it several oh, times. They're that, afraid to do it. The time, They're afraid yeah. of doing it in the marriage. They yeah. don't want their spouse to know. That happens all the time. Yeah. It's a whole nother level of cheating. Whole nother level. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, if you think about it too, it's just like, you know, when we have cross dressers come over or, you know, guys that, um, you know, want strap on, for example, well, you know, there's a lot of women that don't want to see their man in fucking pretty panties right. and sticking a fake dildo in their ass. Right. A lot of it's not cheating. A fake they, dick, but they, a dildo. They yeah. know what they're doing. Yeah. They just don't want to be the one doing it. Yeah. So I think a lot of it, we're just helping the wives out. Right. You know, well, you know a lot of relationships are open or have other swingers or whatever. They're okay with their partner being with somebody else oh, to yeah. do the things that they don't want to do. They're fine with it. Absolutely. We have a lot of friends like that. Absolutely. All okay. right. Number two, John. Little known. Okay, let me get my voice in here. Yeah. Little you, known. You better speak up in the BDSM mic, John. facts <laughs> reveal that BDSM was classified as a mental illness in 1905 and remains so until 2013. Isn't that ridiculous? BDSM is a mental illness. Ridiculous, right? Which part of BDSM? Like sex is a mental illness? Well, they didn't elaborate on that. They didn't. But yeah. I, I did know that it was. Look, it was frowned upon and that 
if you participated, there was something wrong with you. But, you know, we've been throughout this podcast saying it just makes you normal. Absolutely. If you don't, even if you don't admit it to your friends and your family, if you don't admit to yourself that there's some aspects of, of sex other than missionary style that you like, either you're lying to yourself or you're crazy because, you know, everybody likes everybody likes sex. They all want to have new and exciting experiences. There's no, there's nothing wrong with that. It's normal. I, you know, I don't know, but I, I heard someone had told me a few months ago, one of my friends had said, <laughs> sex isn't that great. I said, what the fuck? What the fuck? Like, you're doing it wrong. If you right. say that statement, there is something not right. You've got the wrong partner, maybe the wrong gender. But if you don't say, man, sex is like the best compared next to drugs. Sex is better than that. A fucking orgasm. Right. Whoa. You're it's fucking somebody thing. that does not know what the fuck they're doing. Seriously. Shit. That's insanity. Okay. Sorry. Had to vent that one. <laughs> Number three, fetish stats reveal that 30 out of 55 sexual fantasies rank as very common. Wow. 30 out of 55. Wow. Yeah. So over half. Yeah. And there's some weird fantasies out there, but guess what? Definitely. A lot of people have the same fantasy. Definitely. Even a rape fantasy. A lot of women have a rape fantasy. Why did you jump to that one, John? <laughs> You know why? Because John talks to a lot of women who always want that rape fantasy. Accurate, but... <laughs> okay, accurate. No. But being handcuffed is a fantasy. Yeah. Being tied up is a normal one. Um, Getting pissed on. Is that one normal? <laughs> why do you jump straight to that one? Because I just pissed on a dude the other day. Yeah, you did. Okay. I do it quite often. It's a, a lot, lot of fun. A lot of people do have that fantasy. <laughs> But teacher, student, um, a police officer, you get pulled over. Can I get out my ticket, sir? Doctor and patient. A lot of people have those types of fantasies. Absolutely. Yeah. Sex with a stranger. That's that's normal. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Oh, here we go. 23% of women ha add handcuffs to the list of kings they would like to try in the bedroom. Totally normal fantasy. Very much so. I, I'm not so much into <laughs> handcuffs. I think that they hurt and they leave a lot of marks and they're not very comfortable i'd rather yeah. have some leather cuffs which are a lot more restraining and a lot more comfortable yeah absolutely. but you're not going anywhere no not at all no i like those better <laughs> and they're cuter <laughs> the next one if you're wondering how many people died from bdsm statistics say three over the course of 25 years wow you know, I'm just wondering if that's including breath play because it's, to me, yeah, to me, I could see some elderly couple like myself at some point. I, I, told, elderly? I told my, well, yeah, soon to be, I would think of so, but um, <laughs> once I'm in my seventies, I'm thinking, you know, my, my young husband, I'm going to be like, you know, strangling him a little bit and say, Oh, honey, uh, you know, I'm going to pass out while you're yeah, choking him yes. out and you're both going to die. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Be a Romeo and Juliet situation. <laughs> They're gonna say, "Well, I guess Grandma really wanted to go then." Oh, <laughs> All right. Okay. So three—that's not bad. Twenty-five no. years and millions of people doing this. I mean, it's probably people aren't going to report 
that that's what they were doing. Oh, yeah. They're not going to report that shit. <laughs> not at all. It, and I don't know. Like you said, breath play. A lot of people do yeah. audio, auto-erotic asphyxiation and they yes. die. Does that count as BDSM? Uh, I, mean, I would think so. Itself, but it's... Yeah. yeah it that is. happens more than not. Seriously. Yeah, I don't know where they got that number from. I'm happy about the number. Yeah, absolutely. I don't know where they got it from. Don't know at all. Okay. All right. 99% of practitioners associate BDSM with pleasure, according to recent statistics on BDSM. I wonder who the 1% that is doing BDSM does not associate with pleasure. Why would you do it? Who the fuck knows? If you're not enjoying it, why are you doing it? <laughs> <laughs> like, seriously. Hmm. Um, Again, not doing it right, apparently. Somebody that actually got kidnapped and they... Calling it BDSM, but no, you're you're being tortured for real. <laughs> All right, sixty-one percent of Italians aren't familiar with the BDSM community. What? That's an odd statistic. That is. <laughs> Why did that make the list? <laughs> what are they going to say next time? Like the Jewish people or the Mexicans are twenty-five percent and they don't know. Right. What, what makes <laughs> Italians, Italians special? <laughs> Those Canadians, those motherfuckers are kinky. Well, 92% of them know what it is. But in Italy, <laughs> 61% don't even know. <laughs> That's great. Italians already have sex down past. They don't need BDSM. I was going to say, they're fucking sexy. So who the fuck cares? They don't call it BDSM. They just call it sex. Right? They're doing it. <laughs> there you go. That's probably they're just what they're not doing. calling it that. Yeah. I'm like, baby, I'm going to put some pasta sauce right now. <laughs> Right here, baby. Lap it up. I'm going to put my wet noodle in your ass. See? I knew you were going to say wet noodle. Put my spaghetti in your face. I love Slurp it. Slurp it up, bitch. Slurp it up. Yeah, right. 46.8% um, oh, of Belgians say they participate in a BSM activity sometime in their lives. Well, it sounds like the Belgians are a bunch of fucking fun. I know. They make great waffles and they have great sex. <laughs> <laughs> Who wants to go to Belgium, Me? shall we? <laughs> <laughs> Only 46.8%. Again, people just are not calling it BDSM. No. No, absolutely not. Shit. Hmm. Interesting, right? I mean, everybody likes to get their hair pulled and their ass slapped. Mm, no. <laughs> I like to do it to people. <laughs> yeah, but you like to participate in it. Yes, I do. Okay, okay. I do. Okay. I'm just saying, that's a low number. <laughs> that is a very low number. Okay. Go oh, ahead, John. My turn. All right. BDSM facts reveal that it doesn't cause more distress in sexual functioning than non-BDSM sex. Why would it? Some facts reveal that it doesn't cause more distress in sexual functioning. So you can still get it up if you do BDSM. <laughs> <laughs> Good to know. I'm going to keep doing it then. Good to know, right? <laughs> it's not the BDSM that I can't get a hard on for. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Okay. Uh, okay. When it comes to mental health and BDSM, statistics indicate that practitioners are more, oh, yes, are more satisfied with their sexuality. Oh, 100%. Oh, absolutely, right? That's why we do it. That is exactly why we do it. 
Wow. And then it goes on to say, general BDSM statistics to spice up your day. If you're not practicing BDSM, chances are that you may that you know very little about it. Once we exclude prejudice and popular myths and misconceptions, we're presenting you with some basic info that's worth knowing. Little known facts. Interesting. Oh, well, this is we we just did all these. Yes. This just explains them. Exactly. Oh, we should have done that. Yes. <laughs> Probably. I want to know more about the Belgian waffles. Let that me is, see here. That's a-okay. Because you know what? I'm going to scroll down here oh. to the DDLG. Okay. So this is something interesting for our listeners. We're actually going to be hosting an event at the Rabbit Hole in October um, for a local DDLG group. And for those of you that don't know that or what it is, it is a daddy little girl group specifically. So it's a type of BDSM relationship where you have a partner, hence a mommy or a daddy nurturing the little girl or little boy. And it acts like their caregiver. The submissive partner plays the role of the child. So that, you know, correlates to, you know, age play, ABDL, anything really for that matter. You know, Mama Peach, like we talked to her as well about oh, that. Yeah. So it's going to be a, an interesting little venture. And, um, you know, anyone that's local and they want to come to it, uh, there's going to be a little sleepover so they can spend the night or they can just come to the event itself. But um, not to go <laughs> off complete subject, but, you know, that's that's kind of how the, the actual um, – what do you call this thing? Article. <laughs> Switched into gear. Is that what they call this? An article? Yes, this was an article. <laughs> okay. Well, right. here, here, okay. We were talking about only three deaths in the course of 24 years. So let we have to clarify that one because we were both confused on that one. Okay, please do. It says we have to take into consideration the more, majority of cases have probably not been reported. Oh, there we go. The study in question analyzed 74 reported cases of deaths that occurred during, due to sexual activities, and only three of those involved BDSM. Gotcha. So, that just makes me sad to know that 71 people died during sex and it wasn't even good sex. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> that is crazy. You must have had a heart attack or something. Died of boredom. Also... Wow. Australians are more likely to have non-mainstream sexual experiences. Those fucking Aussies. And you know, that would be a Throw another shrimp on the Barbie. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we're, we're popular in Australia, yeah, according to our statistics. Yeah. You know, I think they're even above uh, Canada, which is a plus. So we love you Aussies, right? Those guys are awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so did you read the remainder of it? I'm looking at it. Which part? King statistics tell us that those who engage in BDSM also have experienced all of these, which is watching porn. Yeah. Sleeping with someone other than their partner. Yeah. Using sex toys. Yeah. Phone sex. Yeah. Having group sex. Yeah. Rimming. Yeah. And fisting. Yeah. I've done all those. You've done all of those. Look at me. I'm BDSM. You're a true Aussie. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to Australia. Let's do that. Okay. (laughs) 
So it says, why do we like BDSM according to BDSM psychology? Even though society would have you believe that people who practice BDSM need clinical treatment. A number of studies have shown that BDSM practitioners display more favorable traits. To help break the stereotype in 2022, we give you the different stats and facts to support the case. So we've already said that the statistics were, I mean, obviously higher than none. (laughs) (laughs) You like that? (laughs) Wow. Wow, right? (laughs) (laughs) So the actual number, everyone, is higher than none. Exactly. So, it's John, more than a few. You, you, you just call it. We've got. We've got. We're six to eight days away from our big party. Oh yes. We are ready. We're we're like three hundred people in. And we're just giddy. We're giddy. We're ready to go. Yes, we are. So, listeners, we love you. You're great. Our our stats keep going up. Oh yeah. We're in 108 countries. Yeah. We're like kicking ass, taking names. Yeah, we are. And you're going along for the ride, bitch. We're getting ready to (laughs) take over the world. (laughs) Dun-dun-dun! And you know how we're going to do it? Yes, through BDSM. Australia. (laughs) (laughs) So until next time, make all your sexy Australian fantasies become realities. 